Hyper Swap Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smokin' Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Swap Happy Hour. Are you ready? Are you ready for the Hyper Swap Happy Hour? I hope you are, because it's here. And it ain't no Tuesday blues with Hypersloth. That's uh this is me, Zigzag. Rufus is somewhere. Rufus, are you with us? You know, we I always have a little trouble. You. I should be with you. Whoa, there he is. Rufus in uh super duper quadraphonic stereo. How's that? That is perfect, my friend. How are you today, Rufus? <laughs> all right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm I'm okay too. Thanks for asking. Excellent. So uh, Tuesday, uh, what's what's happening on Tuesdays these days? You know, I did get every time we've had a show on a Tuesday or Friday lately, I've gotten those Mega Million tickets. Like I said, and I still have yet to check even one. We have a whole pile of tickets here, Rufus. We might be winners. We might have not already won your lottery, lottery tickets. The lottery. That's like not keeping up with your four hundred one k. Dude, I'm the. What do you mean that the lottery tickets are my my 401k? So I'm just stocking them Your away. Your lottery tickets are my 401k. It's communal. They're communal lottery tickets. You know, this is so sad. I was cleaning out my car. This is a couple of years ago, and uh, I found, and I knew they were there, but I bet there was probably 500 lottery tickets that I had never oh checked. Oh my god! My now, wife was. Can I, can I? Hopefully, I'm going to be the first one to ask you this because if you win the Mega Millions, you're going to get asked this a lot. Could you please, if you win, hire me to do anything? I'll do it. I'll tie your shoes every day. I'll, I'll scramble eggs for you every morning. I'll change your oil for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. You know, whatever you want me to do. Really, all I want you to do is help me change the world, Rufus, and you're already doing that for free. So why would I pay you to do that when I already get it uh, pro bono from you? <laughs> well, you're only getting my B game. you, you got to pay uh, the Mega Millions bucks for my A game. I don't want to say this, but I kind of had the feeling for a while that I'm getting the B game. What can we do to get you to step up your game a little bit exactly? Uh, and I'm the dollar, dollar the bills, Mega- y'all. Is that how you do it? Is that how you roll with your thousand dollar bill? <laughs> That's right. I, I I roll my B game until I get the B bills. Then I step up to oh. the A game. All right. Well, consider it done. As soon as I win the Mega Millions, we will uh, we'll get you on the we'll get you on the payroll correctly. Get that A. I mean, your cool. B game's so good, dude. I don't even know if you, you fucking might blow my mind with your fucking A game. Yeah, I will Maybe launch you into rich. a parallel universe. The A game may be a little too rich for my blood, I'm afraid. Uh, I don't think humanity has evolved to the level of consciousness to absorb my A game. I'm, I'm, what about your D game? <laughs> Superstars doing their A games now, they, they stole that from my D game 20 years ago. Do they even do – do you think superstars are even given their A games? I got a feeling it's like nobody gives their fucking A game anymore because they're like, I'm just not getting enough. You know, you're like, yeah, I could probably be better. Even as a professional sports person, you're like, yeah, 
I'm doing pretty good, but I could probably do better, but I just need more fucking money. I mean, you probably, no one probably lives up to their potential. <laughs> no, no. Nobody does their best to get more. They want more and don't do their best until they get it. And then they don't good, do their best. Right. And then their best is never as good as they made you believe it was. That's what I found out anyways. It's like always it's like true. growing up, it was like some chick that would like talk about being a sexual dynamo, like, you can't handle it, or you wouldn't be able to handle it and stuff. When I eventually wore them down and uh, they had sex with me, because I'm incredibly charming, they uh, <laughs> they were about the lamest screws ever. I mean, that's been my experience anyways. Yeah, well, chicks are really good at marketing. Yeah, yes, they are. That's false advertising, though. I mean, there might be some lawsuits in uh, in the near future here. Maybe I need to, to reach out to some people on Facebook and uh, tell them you how should. much they disappointed me. You should consult the FFC, the F, uh, what is it, the FFC and the FDA. You know, whoever, whoever regulates like advertising claims, you should get those guys involved. I should. You know who I should probably call? I'll call those people that like help. Who is it? The who did everybody call when they're in trouble? Like, say that you Superman. No, not super, not and and not even Rufus. Uh, the AFL-CIO, is that who you call when you're like, oh, man, I really got fucked around by this person? Yeah, the AFL-CIO or the, uh, what's the other one? There's another one. Oh, the Black Panthers. Maybe I'll call that Amnesty International. I wonder what they got to say about that. Whatever happened to them? they still around? I guess. I'm not even sure. What does that mean, Amnesty International? They just promote Amnesty internationally? What do they do? <laughs> I guess so. I, guess, I wonder if that's trademarked. Can you trademark something like that? Yeah, they're probably just own words. Amnesty, whatever that is. What you is know what? Amnesty? I don't really know what it was. It just, you know what? There's the fucking million dollar question, my friend. What the fuck is Amnesty? It's like you're forgiven <laughs> for shit, right? You're like just outright forgiven. You're like, oh, so yeah. They're, they're hopeful. <laughs> we'll give him Amnesty. Their, their whole platform is like fight to the right fight for the right to be forgiven. Yeah, here you go. An official pardon for people who have been convicted of political offenses. I mean, what does that mean? Political offenses. I, 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 okay, then let's let's found the uh, the charity that's just the... Uh, come on, charity. That's just... It's a guy with his shoulders shrugged, and he's like, come on. So, you know... Come on. Basically, really? nobody's getting blamed. Yeah. No, really? Come on. International. That, that, that's going to be our charity. Yeah, he's just well, a don't drug guy. Me. Don't blame me, he international. Did. 5.1C3. Yeah, I don't know what... I guess they've already probably wronged every righted every wrong in the world, so they just disbanded, it looks like. There's no more injustice in the world. That's why Sweet. everybody should vote for Trump. There'll be plenty of injustice in the world after that. Yeah, yeah, people will need amnesty after that. This is getting scarily real. This whole fucking Trump for president thing, dude. I'm just hoping like yeah, someone will come out of the woodwork and assassinate him before it fucking is go time. I hope somebody out the, out there has the guts to fucking do it, but I don't think I don't think anybody does. I think he, anybody who would assassinate him knows how rich he is and would just be like, "Look, I'm, I was thinking about assassinating you, but if you just pay off my mortgage." I'll vote for you instead. 
Yeah, I mean, he probably would act like he was going to pay off your mortgage and then secretly, quietly declare, declare bankruptcy for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, assassinate him, scared? but he hooked me up with Ivanka for a night. Well, all right, Ivanka is that his daughter? Yeah. Or was that his wife? That was uh, Ivanka's right? daughter. They're, they came yeah, up with a, was... they, changed, they changed one letter in that name to come up with that daughter's name. I wonder how long it took with Trump to think of that. I did. I can't uh, believe he even knows like, the whole. They hired a consulting group. <laughs> you know what? I can't believe he didn't make it Ivantra, like Ivanka, <laughs> like for the T for Trump in there. So that like when he put together a card or something for it, he could use his giant obnoxious. I don't know, what is that, a, a Myriad Pro key that he uses or something? <laughs> her name, her official name is just Daughter by Trump. Right. Just like George Foreman, if he could he should have just named her Donald. <laughs> Donaldina. <laughs> yeah, just like we were saying last week, that your wife's name is Roberta and her dad's name That's was Robert. Right. That's right. It's Robert with an A. You're right, though. Trump probably hired a team of consultants to bring him in on naming his daughter, and that's what they came up with, Ivanka. It's just an unattractive name all the way around, really, for as, as good-looking as a chick she as she was. Yeah, yeah. It's a terrible name. She's not really that good-looking anymore now that she's married. Well, that'll that'll stress. Yeah, nothing ruins a girl's looks her. like getting married. You know, and of course, uh, heading up a, a giant arm of a giant multinational conglomerate like Trump, you know, that's got to be stressful too. You know, exactly what do they do, Rufus? Can can someone explain to me what the Trump organization actually does? They own things. That's pretty much it. They like own what? Stuff. Like what? I mean, uh, I want to I, know. I think I think real estate is his deal mainly. But I mean, isn't he always having trouble with like his real estate and with his casino holdings? He's like always constantly in trouble. Oh, shit, I think I that know. they've just convinced people that they're rich and important so much so that banks are like, "Oh yeah, they're rich and important." So go ahead and run them some huge line of credit. Have you ever seen that show? I almost got away with it. Of course you have. We've talked about it before. Yes, I've seen it. I saw it. Uh, numerous times. I saw an episode where there was this guy who was a fraudster, like a serial fraudster. And I, I, I really admire this guy because he went to prison and he somehow like faked his own death in prison so that they released him thinking he's dead. <laughs> or he, he somehow he faked having AIDS and only had 30 days to live. So then you go to a special prison for that. So while he was in that special prison, he, like, impersonated a doctor and wrote his own death certificate and then just walked the fuck what? out. Well, how then, the fuck? Where was, were the Three Stooges, like, uh, holding the keys to this prison? Dude, this guy's story is great. And then he, like, goes to a bank at some point, and he, he somehow impersonates. He just pretends to be a millionaire and gets a loan for, like, $650,000. And they're like, oh, yes, sir, here you go. And, and walks out and then ends up, like, jetting around the fucking world. And st- and he's got, like, a gay lover in prison that he's trying to break out. And he ends up breaking that guy out by saying that he's got AIDS. 
And so he gets into the same place, and they forge documents, and he's out. It's insane. But, yeah, you can, I guess you can, if you've got the wits about you, you can fool people into thinking you're rich and powerful. How is that not a movie? Or at least an after-school special. Oh, good Lord. It should be like a, a Netflix series or something. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I mean, think about it. If they did it like hour by hour, I mean, it's such an exciting story that just a whole like two-week period or something could take uh, TV time like fucking a decade. Yeah. And what's funny in, in the uh, the episode, because I almost got away with it, so obviously he ultimately went back to prison. But when they're right. interviewing him, he's got this gleam in his eye, like, you know, he's not done. <laughs> he's he's, he's like, going to get away with it again. Stay tuned for Chapter 2, the, the sequel, where he gets shot as he tries to go over the fence. It only lasts 30 seconds. He probably fooled the cameraman that he was, like, the director and just walked out with the He crew. probably left it the cameraman. That Actually, that guy talking was probably the cameraman who had been brainwashed by the actual guy into thinking he was a prisoner, and he was giving an interview to the cameraman. Masterful. Masterful that guy master. is masterful. He's also selling uh, miracle water that will clear, clear up all your debts for you. Oh, my God, dude. It's, it's really funny you mention that because at, at work, we get a lot of spam emails from just our normal contact form on the website where people are like, hey, I checked you out in search engines and search you can be doing a lot better. You should give me a call, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, your PPC is terrible. I could do it for better. And it's just, you know, terrible copy-paste bullshit. But we got one today that was fucking insane. It was somebody saying, witchcraft and magic is back in the mainstream, and I can cast a spell that will get you to the top of the search engines and whatever you want. I'm a trained yeah. meditation and Wiccan blah, blah, blah. And this guy did a whole paragraph, like, pitching, doing, like, casting a spell into the universe and, like, doing magic and shit to help our business. Dude, think how you could, think how easily you could, like, extort people by going up to them and, totally. like, wearing, like, a cape or something or growing a super pencil-thin mustache and be like... Hey, if you don't give me a hundred bucks, I'm gonna cast a fucking spell on you. You know what I mean? That's gonna make your life miserable. I guarantee people would fucking give you money for that. If oh, they're yeah. like, no, oh, yeah. you don't. I'd have to get a turtleneck, obviously. You you need a turtleneck and you need a gold chain outside the turtleneck with some kind of yes, yes, on. I'm feeling that, and and probably some white gloves. Should I be wearing <laughs> white gloves? Yes, white gloves. Absolutely. And I'll just carry around a, a, like a dead rabbit, and I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to spread the blood of this dead rabbit in effigy on your door <laughs> if you don't give me $1,000. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, if you go down to New Orleans, you can totally get away with that. Oh, you're probably, you know what? I think you can get away with it like anywhere there's like a, and I'm not being racist at all, a Hispanic, like a heavy Hispanic population. Because they really kind of believe in that stuff, too. I mean, even so much so that they sell yeah. those, uh, all those religious candles at the grocery store and stuff. You know what I That's mean? True. That's I, true. Every time I have a pet die, I pick up one of those. So I want to say thank you to the Hispanic population for making sure that i got plenty of candles to choose from uh, when a pet passes. Well, the good thing about those candles is they're long. I mean, they last forever. <laughs> they do. You know what I got last time? I got the lucky candle, the lucky numbers candle. It's called. Pretty tight, oh, dude. You should, 
And let me tell you what I did. Maybe I am strange. Maybe I am a maybe I am a Wiccan or a witch or a wizard or a warlock. I'm going to call myself a warlock. But uh, I took some uh, some of my dead cat's hair and I sprinkled it over the tank. God. And I mixed it in with the melted wax of the candle. And when I burn it, wow. dude, I can see. This is so weird. When I burn it, I can see in the dark. Fucking insane. So when it's on fire, you can see. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have to put it that way, yeah, I guess so. But, uh, all I know is that when I burn it, I can see in the dark. Whether there's a relation to the fact that it's putting up light or not, I don't know. I'm just telling you as a fact. I can it's a miracle. When I set this on fire, I can see in the dark. Yes, it is a miracle. <laughs> oh, speaking of seeing, the reason I can't see you and you can't see me is because we got terrible weather here, and it's really fucking. It's been raining all day, and the internet's fucked. And I'm I'm surprised if we can even even do the show on the phones. Yeah, that sucked. I wondered. I wondered if you were just trying to be sneaky or something. No, we're actually supposed to get uh, seven inches of snow where I'm at, thanks to this storm that's making your uh, connection shitty right now. It's headed this way to really fuck things up for the move into the 420 Products uh, Michigan spot. So uh, how far away is that place from your your normal HQ? Because you're in Colorado and this place is in Michigan. Right. It's pretty far. It's about it's about a 26 minute drive in my Lear. <laughs> wow, that's worth it. Me and John Travolta, we fly around planes. We're buddies. We chill. Well, he but, can fly uh, free. He's a pilot. Uh, so am I. I'm flying high right now, Rufus. Oh my goodness! I thought that we were done with with uh, snow for this year, and I've been happy. I do. You know what? Again, Rufus, I'm going to tell you. I think I have magic powers, and I'm going to tell you why right now. A couple days ago, remember Please. during the last show on Friday, we were getting super hard fucking windstorm, like 60, 70 mile an hour winds, right? Yeah. And I say to my wife, we've got we've got this back garage, right? And it's, this, the house I live in was built in 1988, 87, 88. So it's not like super mm-hmm. old, but this the, the back garage, it's like a second garage. We have a garage in our house, and we have a garage separate from the house. And... Sure. It's but it's covered by these trees, right? It's like the worst place you could put a fucking garage. I mean, at the time when it was built, these trees probably weren't as big as they are now, but they drop leaves and fucking acorns all over this poor garage, and they rotted the roof, right? Oh, shit. So it was leaking. The roof was leaking. And I said to my wife the other day during this windstorm, we are looking outside because you can see it from our window. I was like, why can't the, uh, the wind just blow that tree down and demolish the fucking garage, right? Because it needs yeah. a new roof. So I want the thing, like, demolished now. And even though it's in good shape, except for the roof, which is the most important part of anything. I want to tell anybody that's thinking about not having the roof repaired, get your roof repaired. I, Because I wish I would have now. But anyway, so I'm saying that, and I wake up the next morning, dude, and there's a fucking limb that fell out of that tree and did, <laughs> it just went through the fucking roof, like pointy-wise. Really? So it put like a fucking huge hole in the roof. 
So it did not take out the whole thing. Here's the fucking rub, Rufus. The adjuster people come today, and they're like, well, we'll fix this part of the roof, but we won't fix the rest of the roof. Oh, come on. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, who do I got to blow to get the fucking whole roof fixed, you know? It's all been compromised. I mean, a, a blow of that destruction has has sent shockwaves through the entire structure. I mean, it all has to be repaired. I, thank you very much. I, I think if to be safe, they probably should get some kind of structural engineer out here to take a gander. I think they should. Safe. They should probably build you like a five-story condo. You know what they should do? Until I feel comfortable with that piece of property, that building being on my property, I think they should let me stay in a hotel until we get this thing figured out. That's right. Or they're very or in their personal houses. They should board you. Here's a fucking crazy thing, dude. My, I got some scuzzy neighbors somehow, right? I live in a pretty decent neighborhood, but somehow one of the houses in the neighborhood was for sale, and this lady who got like a, I don't know how she got money to buy this house, but she bought it, right? She lives with like her weirdo nephew and like her daughter yeah. who's even, who's like obviously a meth head. But um, their house burnt down because the meth head's boyfriend, I don't know that they're on meth. I just can look at them and tell that they're on meth. So I don't know for a fact they're on meth, but I, I'm pretty sure they're on meth. But he was smoking on New Year's Eve last year. He was smoking a cigarette out back, and mm-hmm. he tossed it to the house and burned the back of the house down. Oh, my God. So, so they move him out, right? And no one even yeah. goes to this house to do anything, dude. These people are staying in a hotel. For They didn't even come back to the house even one time until the middle of April. Right? They had, like, two cats were living in the house. Somehow the cats fended for themselves and survived. But so the lady told me one day, I'm like, you got, you know, what's going on here? You got to get your house fixed up. You know, it's it's a pretty decent neighborhood. We don't want your... She was mad because someone called the zoning board on her or something. And uh, okay, she good. told me that she, they were the fucking insurance company would pay, pay for you to stay in a hotel for nine months if something like that happens <laughs> to your house. And, no, I mean, didn't. it didn't burn down the whole house, right? Her house yeah. had been fixed in, like, probably a month. But they just fucking stayed in this hotel that fucking long. It was insane. Well, still, at least, at least take care of your shit. I mean, I'm going to be like, this hotel sucks. Let's get the house fucking fixed. Right. Agreed. And, and eventually, this is. She told me that they got kicked out of three separate hotels. Now you think that was a wet for a hotel, right? To have a room or two rooms. They had two rooms. One for her. One for her daughter. And uh, they just asked her to leave. They kept asking her to leave. And she was telling me, I don't know why. And I'm thinking, because you're the weirdest fucking people in the world. That's why. And you're meth heads. She works for the railroad. She must have have won a big scratch-off ticket. Or she gets alimony from some more upstanding human being that she married at one point. Who's like, nah, I can't deal with you. So got the right. I mean, people like that do not get into good neighborhoods without a windfall of some kind. It had to be like someone died or something. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, she she doesn't fit in, let's put it that way. And it's not, I'm not saying it's an exclusive neighborhood. I'm just saying that 
she's subpar for the neighborhood. We're digging deep. <laughs> it's not exclusive, but she's subpar. <laughs> right. I'm not saying yeah, exactly. You get it. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to our follower, uh, Emmanuel Barbie. If uh, Emmanuel, give us a call up at 646-478-0616 if you want to. We're always here to hear you. I listened to a little of his show earlier. Uh, he's not a, from the comedy genre, but uh, he has some interesting things to say about what's happening in the big cities across America. So feel free to call us, Emmanuel. And uh, that, I just want to get that off my chest, Rufus. That's been weighing on me for a while. Okay, so who is this? Somebody that followed us on Blog Talk Radio? Yes. Yes, it is. He wrote a book as well. Really? No, he is not comedy. He is not comedy. Very serious feller. Let me see if I can tell you what... Let me give you a little bit of uh, Emmanuel's... uh, Let's see. Help Stop the Genocide in America. Let's see. He's, He's our host, Emmanuel Barbie. He created the show to to promote his revised book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring Urban Ghettos in America. Wait, he liked our show? Because we make, we've made some, obviously, jokes. But we make yes, some, I, you know. I agree with That's that. Good. I will agree with that 100%. That's why I want to call him in. Maybe I'm putting out the olive branch. In 2009, we made history with the election of President Barack Obama. He called us to service, as there remains much work to do to end unemployment, poverty, and crime in our communities. There's so many books on how we can accomplish this. But this year, everyone's raving about this summer's hottest new book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. See, he's totally legit. Obviously, more probably too legit. legit. I like his voice too. No, no, I, I, I was saying that's awesome that yeah, he would follow us, even though we made some jokes. Because I think it takes a smart person to realize when somebody's joking, when somebody's legitimately fucking bigoted. You know, right? I'm so he's obviously a smart person and appreciates humor, even if his own show isn't humorous. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. He sounds like he's got a pretty good attitude and a pretty positive attitude, which I like. To say, hey. Anybody with a positive attitude is more than welcome to follow us at uh, Hypersloth Happy Hour. Would you agree with that, Rufus? Absolutely. And I did like his voice. That was a great uh, little bit right there. He's no Rufus, but, uh, yeah, he's got he's got a radio-friendly voice for sure. Not, not like your golden pipes, though, my friend. My golden pipes. I only got one golden yeah. pipe. You know what I mean? Right, that that sweet deep throat of yours. That is a sweet golden pipe you got going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the I like the deep throat my golden pipe. I have a I'm golden pipe and enough. a platinum pipe. <laughs> I got a brown pipe. Oh, nice. Speaking of brown pipes, uh, I uh, I was doing a little work today at the Hypersloth or the 420 Products uh, HQ up there in Michigan, and. The drain pipe to the upstairs toilet uh, has a crack in it, Rufus. Uh, bubble gum, just choosing gum and sticking the crack. And someone already tried that, uh, unfortunately. That's, what she said. That's also what but, she uh, said. So, I, you know what? I don't know why they don't make this. Dude, all I wanted was like a rubber boot that I could buy to go around this pipe. Like you see, like they make. Have you ever seen the deadliest catch? I'm sure you have. Yeah. Like, 
whenever one of their pipes breaks on their boat, right, they take a piece of rubber and they wrap it around the pipe and they put some clamps around it. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that technique from the Deadliest Catch? I, I am, yes, yes. So I thought that, well, of course they would sell that at Lowe's or Home Depot, right? It's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, how many times can that happen to someone at their house? And guess what? They do not. They look at you like you're a fucking idiot, first of all, which I'm getting really sick of. I've been going to this new hardware store. It's kind of like a semi-local chain. So they got, it's not as big as Lowe's, but they got all the stuff. But uh, they just seem to have bad attitudes at this store. I don't know why. I think they're a little jealous of the boys in blue. By the boys in blue, I mean the people in the Lowe's uniforms. But that'd be the people in red, right? Yeah, Lowe's? No, Lowe's would be blue. Don't they have, like, red vests? Do they wear red vests, don't they? Don't they? Lowe's is... Lowe's? Really? I thought Lowe's was blue. I don't know. They probably... I feel like their logo's blue. So, anyway, the problem with the, the smaller hardware places is that only, like, the hardcore like guys who own construction companies go there. So when you walk into Savage Joe, they assume that you know absolutely everything. They talk down to you and like, oh, well, you don't know what a force face drama is. Oh, my God, <laughs> fucking idiot. I think they know nothing, personally. I think you go in there and they're all like, who are pointing their fingers at each other and be like, he did it. You know, because he I, here's what I have noticed. And I've noticed this about... about um, Home Depot and Lowe's and this place, it's called Menards. I'm just going to throw it out there because I used to be my favorite place. Now they're disappointing me. But there's a ton of people in the fucking store. Like, you could walk down any aisle and see a fucking employee standing there. But there's no one at the fucking kiosks or whatever that they have, like, sprinkled throughout the stores. Like, I was looking at flooring, so I was, like, looking for someone to be at the little flooring desk they have there. And there's never anybody there. If you go to the plumbing place, there's never a person standing at that fucking desk. If you go to the wood shop, there's nobody fucking there. The, and the, yeah, and the big box guys are guilty of that, too. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Home Depot or Lowe's. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get in, get out, got my list. I grab everything, and I go to a deal, and nobody's fucking there. You know, everybody's, like, roaming around looking for people to quote-unquote help, but nobody's at a goddamn fucking cash register just so I can get something to go. And they used to have buttons that you could push that would get someone to come to that fucking area. They don't even have those anymore. They took them out of, of Lowe's. I know that. They took it out of my Lowe's anyways. I'll tell you what you do. So go to where they, they sell there like the doors. Go to where they sell the entrance doors, the expensive doors, and you just start yeah. smashing the windows out of them. Then right. you're going to get the help. Yeah. That's funny. Uh <laughs> Probably not very quickly. Probably probably be... Here's what they have, though. Okay, they have a TV screen. I don't know if you've seen this. At this place, Menards, they have a TV screen, right? Up above where... Uh, like, up above the little kiosk area where you're supposed to be able to ask for information and shit. And it's got, like, everybody's name on it who's supposed to be standing at this fucking kiosk, I guess, and none of them are there. So you know there's, like, nine people in another part of the fucking store... And here's what, here's what I've noticed, too, is, like, I walk to the other side of the store, and someone's like, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for someone in flooring. And they're like, well, flooring's over there. 
And I'm like, well, right. no fucking shit, dude. I had to walk all the way fucking over here to tell you that I need to talk to someone over there. Dude, I, I swear to God, I went to Lowe's or Home Depot or one of these places one day, and I was in one section looking for something. I don't remember what. And nobody was around. So I had to, like, go 30 miles down to some other section. I was like, yeah, I need some help in this area. He's like, oh, well, that expert's out today, but maybe I can help you. And so he walked with me all the way back, 30 miles back to where I needed to be. And he's like, man, I don't know anything about this stuff. Uh, maybe you right. can, why don't you look online? Check our website. Check our website. We, right. have, we can have a good help section there. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And you know what? And don't let him give you, like, his opinion on it if he doesn't know about it. Because sometimes I've gone there and I have an idea of how I'm going to do something. And then he's, like, saying, like, you know, maybe this is the way to do it, blah, 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 and making me doubt my way, but then to find out he doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about in the first place. <laughs> why are you giving an opinion? If the employee starts his uh, advice with the word maybe, then he's not qualified to be there. Right. Well, you know what? Then you might as well just lay them all off. <laughs> That's right. Except for cashiers. Home Depot. They have everything I need, but nobody I need. I'll, I'll just live there and shit in the display toilets and pretend to shower. <laughs> yes, there you go. Pretend to cook out. You like sit sit on the, uh, you know, they got the little setup there with the outdoor furniture and the grill. You just uh, yeah. put some charcoal on. Yeah, that'd be you nice, know, dude. I the, think that'd be a nice idea. I'll just, I'll just uh, all the DIY soccer moms that come in there with their little dogs. I'll just kidnap those little dogs and grill those up. <laughs> oh, yes. There you go. Plenty of dachshunds come through Lowe's. That I do know for a fact. Yes. Uh, you know, it just it drives me crazy when uh, when you go to those places. Like you said, it's never an in and out like you think. You just uh, It always takes a fucking shitload of your day. That's what she said. And you know what? That's the kind of the worst place to I end up buying a bunch of crap I don't need because I'm afraid I'm going to need it and I won't fucking have it and have to make a trip back to the to the store. You know what I mean? And it, here's a classic though. So I say to the guy, one of the guys today, I'm like, "Well, I got this pipe. It's a rusty iron pipe. It's getting a little split in it, right?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, what I would do is." Get some rubber hose, or get a piece of rubber and some hose and some clamps, and put it around it. Right? I'm like, okay, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. And he's like, but yeah. I don't have any clamps or any hose big enough for that. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Why did you even bother telling me that? That's right. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I, I can't do with anything I'm trying to sell you. Right, but. But here's what we can do. I can give you this as-seen-on-TV flexible tape that you dip in water, and supposedly it turns the fucking cement in 20 minutes. Okay, well, we don't know if that's going to work, but we know that two rubber clamps and a piece of hose was going to work, but you're not offering that. It's a confused place. So, you know what? There's our next invention, dude. We come out with... It's the emergency pipe kit, and what it consists of is two clamps and a fucking piece of hose. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I think that's gold, man. Totally gold. The problem is it's too simple. People look at it and go, there's no way that could work. It's just two clamps and a piece of hose. It would totally work, it, especially if the piece of hose was, like, big, like, long. Or maybe it's not hose. It's like a, a rubber sheet. So it can wrap around any size pipe. You wrap it. You cut off the excess. Right. You clamp it. You're done. You cut it to fit. You cut it to size. It's just a fucking square of rubber that unfolds into fucking, like, a sheet. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So get get the team on that immediately. I think we need some rubber and a couple of clamps. And you know what we need to do? We need to invent as our own like as seen on TV thing, like a totally different as seen on TV. <clears throat> and we won't even have it on TV. We'll just have that on there, so people are like, oh yeah, like on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can do that totally. You can I mean, put I anything think you in the store that's seen on TV and sell it. And you know what? All we would have to do is start a little website that's like called TV something, blah blah blah, TV dot whatever, and be like, oh no, we met on the small website that we host. It's uh, it's like we'll have one picture of it on there. And be like, oh no, as seen on TV. Tribunal. That would sell anything. You just make up some word using TV. As is there an as seen on television? As seen on television, as saw on TV, as you done seen on TV. I mean, you could sell, you know, gun I'm saying, is there and, is and anybody, if you put is anybody on TV legitimately, is anybody legitimately using the as seen on television moniker right now? I wonder. I'm pretty sure because I don't think anybody legitimately uses the word television in the world anymore. That's what I'm saying. You could say as seen on LED or as seen on flat screen. (laughs) Yeah. See, the only thing that's coming up is as seen on TV. No one is touting as seen on television. It's our niche market. You know what? Let's try as seen on television.com. Yeah, that's how hard I type. Imagine it, ladies. It sounds like a jackhammer. Oh, yeah. Get deep in there. Oh, yeah. That was the money shot. <laughs> Good Lord. As seen on television. Doesn't look like anything's coming up. That's what she said. Dude, we need to buy this. I'm going to buy this tonight just in case. Just in case. Just do it. Try you try it on your computer. It doesn't seem like I'm getting anything up though. Maybe maybe I've uh crashed everything. Maybe it's because I'm on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, nothing happens. Really? I'm gonna buy that tonight. Well let me check GoDaddy, make sure it's available. Okay, that's what I was going to do, but it seems like my computer's running awful slow. So what's what's in the news down there in Arkansas? You know, uh, up near my hometown of Indiana, some psycho Uber driver shot six people. I don't know if you've read about that in the news. You know, I've read some uh, stuff about it, yeah. But, well, the headlines, of course, and those stories. I didn't know that was up in your, your town there, or your state. Yeah, or, so the, where the 420 or, products today's new uh, World HQ is going to be, uh, it's about... 15 minutes from there. Holy shit. 
shit, and an Uber guy did it. Yeah, well, he was an Uber driver. Listen to the fucking how crazy this guy is. He picks up a fare, right? And uh, he drives the guy around, and, and he gets a phone call in the middle of this thing. And apparently, he'd been turned down for some kind of loan. Okay. And he okay. fucking starts driving like a maniac and like swipe, side swiping cars and shit, and like running through stop signs and over medians and stuff. And he like slows down, and the guy jumps out. The Uber fare jumps out of the fucking car. Okay, and so he calls the police there in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where they're at, and he and he tells them what's going on, and they don't do anything about it. They're like, uh-huh, whatever, you know, just some kind of Uber driver, you know, you're mad at your Uber driver or something. And the guy calls Uber, too, and tells them, and they don't do anything about it. So this what? guy, the Uber driver, his name's Donald something or other, he goes and fucking shoots some girl, some 18-year-old girl in the parking lot of an apartment complex. Then he, and then he picks up, a, he keeps picking up fares, right? And he's, like, picking up fares and dropping them off and, like, driving like a nut and, and like, in between picking up fares, going and fucking shooting people. He shot five people out in their cars outside of a cracker barrel. He shot two people at a fucking, uh, looking at a car in a car lot. And uh, he's, they, it goes on for like four hours, this shit. That is fucking insane. I gotta say, this whole Uber Dude, thing is just sketchy to me. I mean, why would you thing. trust a random, unlicensed, unregulated right. stranger to give you a ride somewhere? I, 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 just, I, I It baffles my mind that that's even successful. It, right, it baffles my mind too. I mean, it may. It, I mean, they supposedly they have a background check or whatever, but you know anybody can snap at any fucking time. You know, you, right. it's not like right. oh yeah, he you know he didn't have a mental he didn't have a history of mental illness until he fucking killed somebody. You're just giving them all kinds of opportunities, you know. And and reading through that article, there's like a lot of sexual assaults and shit happen through Uber. I mean, I've never been on an Uber ride. I wouldn't trust someone to give me a ride, and I there, there's just no way. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't either. I mean, I guess there's something. I guess taxi drivers are contractors, right? They're not really employed by a company. But still, yeah. But the company they have like license on file and shit, and you know where they live and whatnot. Right. They have an ID with their picture on it. They're held right, by the standard by the brand. But Uber, I've heard the commercials for like if you want to be an Uber driver, you basically just register and then go. And so any fucking idiot with a car can right. just start toting people around. That I, I can't believe it became as, as successful as it is. Me neither. I really cannot. It's it's. I'm, what is it telling you? I guess it. The the cab market is underserved. I mean, really. My mom's got a friend who's an Uber driver, right? And I'm like, that is fucking insane. I mean, you know, some lady, some middle aged lady, is a fucking Uber driver. That just sounds so fucking dangerous to me. Yeah, and yeah, working the other way, that also applies to like contract taxi drivers. I mean, you could pick up a fucking maniac and just shoot you in the back of the head. How do you know? When I lived in when I lived in Elkhart, Indiana, dude, in the early '80s, there was a fucking bunch of there was like five fucking uh, 
cab drivers killed in that really? in my tiny little really? town there. Yeah, it's like a kind of a serial yeah. killer yeah. thing. I'm not sure that they ever even found the people who did it. To be honest with you, I tell you what, we need to start. This just hit me. We need to start a a cab service that only runs between midnight and like 6 a.m. called Boober, where a <laughs> naked stripper picks you Topless up. Topless chick. I like it. You know what? Screw that, dude. Let's just get a limo and put a topless chick in the back, and you'd be picking up fucking fares all night long. Well, yeah, and collecting yeah, good point. Other good, point. good point. So the driver can be anybody, but the, the vehicle has a topless chick in the back for you to tinker with. <laughs> right. I think you just came up with your million-dollar idea. Now, if they just would legalize prostitution. Well, they have in some places, in some countries. Well, it's not prostitution if you call it a donation, though, right? That's true. That's true. Okay, so, Hillary so the, girl has an app. the girl has an app to accept donations after the fact. The sex is free, but she can say, would you like to donate some money to my personal charity? Well, you just think if she makes it a foundation for the advancement of women with large tits, right, and she makes herself the CEO of this uh donation place or this charity and then she can legally take a check. Right. right or take we've cash from you. We've come full circle. Now we're we're back it, it's basically the same thing as Amnesty International, except it's topless babes and cars. Right. And we get a bunch of them together and uh, we sell them off as like junk bonds to some overseas government. <laughs> sort of like some bad mortgages. Amen. Amen. All I want to do is all I want to do is run the donation part. I just want to be able to get my hands on all that money that people are going to be donating from the back of the limo. Okay. Well, I'll do the uh, I'll do the hiring of the top states. No, I want you to be the driver. You get to be the driver. I'll do that too if I get some fringe benefits. Which are what? Which would be fringe benefits? Uh, like one of those cool coats that has fringes on it. Yeah, or a uh, smoothie every third day. How about Maybe how about a dental sandwich? plan? How about we just hook you up with dental? That's how they're gonna start no, paying people just, in the future. It's just gonna be like just getting dental work done. <laughs> you work forty hours and we pull one of your teeth. Right. Speaking of which, have you have you been back to the dentist about your uh, your sideways wisdom tooth? No, but it's uh, it's starting to. Harass me a little bit. It was today it gave me some trouble, so I'm gonna have to go soon. Is it starting to do a little ting, ting, ting? Yeah, I mean it's done a ting, ting, ting for years, but now it's doing a ting, ting, ting just when it feels like it. Usually I'd have to kind of poke and prod at it, but now it's just like, hey, I'm here. Check me out, bitch. I, I'm telling you, dude, I got I got some tinging going on myself. Kind of. Once in a while, I get a little twinge at, at night. Like when I'm in bed, I'm oh. like, "Ooh, oh, it's still there, still there." I guess that didn't that crack in my tooth didn't go away. See that that little twinge that was six months ago, maybe a year ago. What I get now is I have nothing. It like it doesn't ache just being there, but then like my cheek 
or something will hit, I guess, an exposed fucking nerve ending, and then half my face is in agony and useless for about half a day. Oh, my God. You're having many seizures throughout the day. Oh, yeah, I am. I have, like, a tooth stroke. <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. You should look it up. I don't know. I did I did some poking and prodding on the Internet myself, looking at what causes toothaches, and it's kind of disturbing, actually, how it works. The, the nerve goes all the way down through the tooth, even after the tooth is dead somehow, and infects the very bottom root. Yeah. Uh, how is that... How is that good for evolution? I mean, I'd love to believe in evolution, but the fact that we can have rotten teeth, uh, it, it doesn't work. Because toothbrushes didn't exist when we were cavemen. And if rotten you know, tooth can get infected and kill you and cause you enough pain that you can't hunt or forage, then come on. Now, horses horses constantly grow teeth, right? Are their are teeth constantly growing or not? Yeah, yeah, we had to have a horse dentist out here for one of our horses recently, and he basically took an iron bar and sanded down her back teeth. Right, and I mean that, and the same thing for like a um, a beaver; their teeth are constantly growing. Moles, I think, their teeth are constantly growing. Why we call ourselves the higher level of mammalia, but uh, I beg to differ, since we do not have perpetual teeth. Every other species of being on this planet gets away without the horrors of dentistry, and somehow they survive and are completely happy. So I, I think because we have they, fuck somehow. They don't drink and smoke uh, shit. They don't drink pop. They don't eat candy. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you know what's really bad for you. Yeah, True. So, unfortunately, I bet if you gave a horse nothing but Snickers bars, like for dinner for a year, probably all its teeth would fall out. Or it'd at least have some kind of heart attack or something. Yeah, I couldn't afford that many Snickers bars. This horse fucking eats constantly all fucking day. If I could plant, like, a peanut and it would grow Snickers out of the ground, that would keep this horse happy. <laughs> yeah, or it still looks like the Mojave Desert in your backyard. <laughs> you can't. Has it gotten to that point, dude? I, the people who lived in my house before me, like our yard is way too big. Our, our house is too small, and our, our our yard is too big. That's how I liken this, my situation here. But you know, like the fucking thing is landscaped within an inch of its life, and since we've moved in, it's gone to like from the best yard on the block that was like the showcase that everybody tried to go against to like the yard of shame. Right oh, no. like, well, I'm not. It's not so bad. I mean, there's not like shit in the yard or whatever, but it's just like there's not a ton of flowers growing all around like they used to, and you know everything's not trimmed within an inch of its life. I keep it mowed, but I mean, my daughter likes to play in the yard, so there's toys in the yard and the fucking swing set and shit like that. You know that a lot of these people on my block thought they'd probably never see again. Yeah. <laughs> my we- one name. He he mows his yard so no, I don't know if you've ever had a neighbor like this. He I got like two or three neighbors like this. They mow their fucking yard so short that you can almost see the dirt underneath their grass. It's like a, a, a putting green. Uh, yeah, but it's like it, it, it's just 
so fucking short, you know it's not good for the fucking grass. But they're, they're no, always greener than mine. You're not supposed to do that. I mean, they, they do it at the same time, but it's got to have some. No, that's the deal. They don't. It's like they don't even let it get long, and then they cut it again. They're not saving time. No matter what, it could be a foot long or fucking or an inch long. They're cutting it the same day every week, but they decide just to cut it super fucking annoyingly short. They're just. I think it's got something to do with like it's probably racist. It's kind of like it reminds me of like a KKK yard mowing that you would do with like a skinhead yard mow, like if a skinhead was a yard. <laughs> if a skinhead was a yard. It sounds like clinical OCD or some sort of ADHD depression thing. They're like, I've got to get out and mow. I must. It's my meaning in life. No, no, they enjoy it. They enjoy it, I think. Well, the one guy, God bless him, he drinks like a case of beer while he does it, so you know why he's doing it. So he could just be outside drinking a case of beer. But the other guy, I don't know, he, he... He's probably my nicest neighbor, not the guy that mows the super yard, but the other guy. And uh, he's obsessive about it. It, it might be part mm. of his mental illness. Maybe you're right. Well, I don't have a yard. We we had to have a pad built for this new house, right? So we had a yard, and then we had about 20 dump, luck, dump truck loads of dirt put on it. And so now we have a, a nice new house sitting on a big pile of dirt, and in front of the house is dirt. Behind the house is dirt, and it's been raining for 24 hours. Now we're, we're surrounded by, like, mud. And, uh, <laughs> you guys are, like, on an ark. We are. We are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this thing's seaworthy, but we're surrounded by mud, and it's disgusting. I, I hope we can grow some grass there again. It would. You probably have to go out and buy some grass seed or something, or do you have to pay someone to come and spray the grass seed in? Or are you I just going to see what happens? Or, uh, or so I'd probably see what happens. Yeah, just let it grow weeds. I mean, the weeds look green enough after a while. You know what I mean? No one noticed. Mine, that's kind of how mine dude, went that way. When you mow down weeds to a inch, it, it looks fucking gorgeous. You know, come on. If it's green, nobody gives a Right. And this is what I found out about weeds, Rufus. Like, even when the grass is turning yellow, a lot of the times the weeds are still hardy, and they still appear to be green because they are that's just a stronger than, a, than the grass itself. That's that's right. That's, they're weeds. I mean, they, they rule. Right. Grass is weak. Grass is for the fucking weak. I want weeds. Right. Grass is, grass is definitely timid, dude. If you can't, if you can't take a beating getting 100-degree heat full full sunlight for nine or ten months out of the year, you're a fucking, you're a wimp in my, any fucking weed can do that, no problem. Weed can do that uh, on one leg. I'm going to plant weeds. I'm going to go find weeds and plant weeds. It's fuck around. Why don't we, you know what we should, that's what we should invent too, dude. We'll just do a mixture of uh, like weed uh, plants that grow to look like grass but are just fucking way more hardy. There you yeah, do like a, a crossbreeding thing. Fuck yeah. Not even crossbreeding. We'll just find like some heavy duty weeds and be like, no, this is how we're doing it now. The weeds hold the structs or hold the soil better together and all that bullshit that they probably don't really do. Well, even if they don't, they just 
they look the same. I mean, I can't tell you, when I lived, I, we lived in the suburbs for a while. You know, everybody had to have a badass lawn or you'd get penalized by the fucking, you know, the homeowners association. And our shit was full of fucking weeds, but when you mowed it, it looked badass. Nobody, you can't tell. <laughs> Exactly. I'm with always you 100%. green year round. Yes. See, I, I don't have any more yard shame. For a couple of years, I had yard shame. Then I'm like, my fucking weeds look as good as anybody's Kentucky bluegrass, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, that's the good thing about living out here with no neighbors is there's no need for shame. But, yeah, I still, I mean, when I'm sitting, living in a mud puddle, there's a little bit of shame. Now, what does your house sit on top of? I mean, is it got a brick foundation or anything? No, it's uh, what? Yes and no. We had about twenty loads of dirt hauled in and spread with right. the bulldozer, and they shot it with a laser to get it level. They bring each half of the house in, and they set it up on cinder blocks, and they lock it down into the ground. These huge fucking like drill bit things. And uh, it's super secure, but it's, you know, around the house, it's just nothing but dirt now. We we, we don't have any grass. Right. But, I mean, so you can now, you had a problem with the plumbing. Did you get to the plumbing? Oh, yeah, you can get to the plumbing easy. I just go on. There's a, a So gap. it's got a crawl. Oh, yeah, I, I could camp out under this house. Right. I just was curious. And now are you thinking about a storm shelter or something? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they do have tornadoes here, and a lot of people do have storm shelters, like underground. But yeah, I'm not sure. Theoretically, you could probably like, make your own storm shelter, really, couldn't you? What do you need? Rent a backhoe for a day and, you know, put, like, one of those sheds you can buy at Lowe's underneath the ground? I mean, think about yeah. what a storm shelter really is. Just something to hold the dirt back from you while you're up under. Oh, my God. There was a story from last year where this lady, she uh, she had a storm shelter that she bought from some place here. And it's, it's just a closet with stairs going down into it, and they bury it in the ground. Right. And so her and her family, I don't remember how many family members oh went my in God, there. These are people that got locked in? The debris fell on the door. They couldn't get it open. Right, and it I flooded. saw that. Yeah. They drowned to death after a tornado. Oh, my God, they shelter. drowned? Yeah, they couldn't get out. They suffocated. They drowned because it filled up with the water, and they couldn't get out. Oh, my God. Because I saw one like that where the people lived. They were trapped in there for, like, three days. But finally oh, someone... Yeah, and, uh, and they were rescued. But they were stuck in the thing for like four days. God, what, look, how crazy! Would you, I would. I'm, I I'm sorry. Know. I could. I guarantee you, I could break out of there. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd break say. out or die trying. All, all sympathy to those families, but I think I'm crafty and determined and psychotic enough that I would get the fuck out of that thing somehow, even if that meant killing and using the bones of somebody else in there with me. I would get out of there. Absolutely. I, want you to I guarantee I want you to, If you do buy one, get the one with the back door. Okay? 
<laughs> don't get the one with just one door. Get one with the second door. But we should. We'll start a company, dude, where we sell back doors to to those places, to those uh, storm ship sellers, <laughs> and uh, decorative screen doors as well. <laughs> yes. I mean, how about a light or something that someone could turn on? You know what I mean? On some kind of backup. I mean, outside of sort of, so someone someone would know where you were at. Yeah, like a, a GPS distress signal or something built in. Yeah, but I'm guessing you get no cell signal in there. I can't imagine that. Well, it was Arkansas. Maybe no one had a cell phone. No, only landlines here. Are you serious? And most of them on. Un- and most of them unpaid for. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Most of them unpaid for. Government cheese phones? Oh, yes. I mean, now they're saying the internet is the internet a right? Ask yourself. I don't know. I don't know what a right is. I mean, I don't know. You know, you're right. It's funny you say that because I don't know what a right is. I mean, they've turned a thing called a right into something that some people get for free. Yeah, I mean, I think a right is like you have <laughs> the like right some to of us exist are and to live. You don't have the right to have a thing, uh, I don't right. think. I mean, it. yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea that everybody has access to the Internet. I don't know if it's a right per se. Right you know thing. what drives me crazy, dude? I just did my taxes, right? And uh, yeah. my buddy's telling me how his daughter is somehow getting $8,000 back on her taxes, and she doesn't even have a job, and she has two kids, right? And she's not married. And she gets, like, all the free shit, right? She gets free phone, free fucking place to live, free food for the kids or whatever, and she yeah. doesn't work or anything. And I'm like, how the fuck is she getting $8,000 back? You know, thinking, being so naive to think that, don't you have to pay in to get the cash out? Right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I, I guess it was under that guise for some reason. Even though I know people do it, no. I don't think really you've got, I didn't think you've got a tax refund when you, I'm okay, okay, you're living for free on all the shit. Okay, that I can understand. But why would you be getting a refund? That, yeah, that makes no sense. Especially if you a refund, that makes no fucking sense. Now, I, I get the purpose of a tax is to help society at large. So those right, who can right, pay in, good. pay in to help other people. But to say that right. it's a refund and that somebody who's already getting a refund, exactly. per se, to get exactly. something more extra is, is a little yeah. ridiculous. It, right. Yeah. And, and here I am. Like I said, I don't mind paying taxes so some people can get what they need or whatever they're rights are, but you shouldn't be planning a fucking trip to Disney World with the money you got back from not paying into the fucking system at all. Right. Exactly. You know, and then I'm like, who's paying for all this, I say to myself. Then I add up my taxes yesterday, and I'm like, oh my god, it's me. She's getting $8,000 back, and I'm paying $9,000. Uh, be careful, you're sounding like a conservative. No, man, that's not what I mean. I'm saying she should not be getting cash back. And I think that Bernie would iron this system out and make it what it needs to be. 
Dude, I couldn't I couldn't disagree with Republicans on more than anything, I don't think. I'm like, man, we just not see eye to eye on honesty and integrity because they have they don't bother with either. No, that's true. I mean I I think by and large Republicans do in the in the fields, but the fucking candidates uh God, it, it's so fucking weird. Ted Cruz, God damn, I hope Ted Cruz doesn't win. I hope Trump doesn't win. Oh, the biggest fear, oh my God, I was listening to a, oh, what's his name? Um, God damn, it was a, a podcast by, I love this guy, I can't think of his name because I'm drunk. But he was saying why he's voting for Hillary. And I was like, well, oh, shit, I was surprised he was saying this. And he said because, he, here's the world you have to think of. A world where either Donald Trump runs the world or Ted Cruz does. And as much as I love Bernie Sanders, and right. as I much mean, as I we all that. do, he hasn't been in the fucking crucible of politics like Clinton. And even though I think yes, Clinton's he a liar and he had, or a shysty, but not at the same level. I'm not endorsing this guy. No, I understand. And he said, and so he's afraid that if Bernie gets the Democratic nomination, then Bernie has not been, is not prepared, has not been through, has not seen what the billions of dollars of Republican hammering is going to do, and that he just can't withstand it. And I kind of get his point, because I think overall, the last thing you want is to give any possible chance of a Republican winning, especially right. from this bunch. Well, you, that, guy uh, is being, I, that guy is being scammed by uh, – Hillary Clinton puts all that fucking shit out there for people to believe that Bernie can't do it, a job he's not fucking capable. But tell me – I mean, she – she was a first lady, dude. That's it. She was a first lady, then a governor. I mean, she's even less experienced than him, I think. I understand she was secretary of state or whatever, but that's a fucking figurehead position. Let's be realistic. No, no. That's what I you agree with you. I'm not saying that I agree with this guy that I listen to a lot. I mean, but his stress was on the fact that anybody in the Republican Party that's running right now, there's right. not even like a good guy that you'd be like, okay, no. if you want to be cool. There's then. not. It's like they're all there's fucking not. maniacs. And that was his it point. Is. was it's like, insane. I got to do what I think's right just to keep one of these fucking morons out. Well, I like to think that how fucking nuts they are. Look, either way, Hillary, or I, I don't think Hillary's going to win just because, uh, people don't want to vote for Bernie. I think that if people decide, enough people decide that the fucking they're shallow enough and stupid enough to go for Trump or one of those other guys, I mean, they're just going to win. It's just, it's going to be like people, either you vote with your head or you vote with what you fucking see on TV, but they can say whatever they want, the Republicans, but none of them, you never hear them talk about, they're always like, well, Bernie can't put a price tag on it or any of that stuff, but neither do they. It's always like what what the other guy isn't doing is what they're not doing either. You know, yeah. and any number is arbitrary. First of all, you could say, "Hey, uh, zigzag, we're going to get this done for ten billion dollars," 
right? And I say, oh, that's great, Rufus. And then a year from now, you're like, oh, it costs $280 billion. But, you know, there's just like no proof when anybody comes up with a number that it's even going to be a realistic number. All right, I digress, Rufus. I digress. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to live my day-to-day pathetic little drunken stoned life, eking out a small living for my meager need. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird times, like weird times all around. I I don't even want to say interesting times. It's like weird times. Yeah, I mean, I'm to the point, Rufus, where I'm thinking to myself, man, what? The whole world is a shithole. Because this is what people want to fucking believe in is, you know, what the Republicans fucking stand for, which is changing nothing. And, like, everything is fucking going great. Are you breaking up a second? Yeah, but, you know what I'm signal. Hello. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly, Rufus. So quit trying to fake like you can't hear me to get off the show. You're going to stick it out for a couple more minutes. But I, you, uh, can't, you, uh, oh, shit. Oh, I oh. think he's really breaking up. <laughs> In case you didn't hear it the first time. Those are some weak-ass shit I uploaded for our support. Sorry about that. Here's probably the best one. Are, are you passing gas? Dude, it was the the Mexican I had. You know what? Here, I got a little rant. The other night, me and my wife decided we're try this new Mexican place right down the street from our house, right? We've been talking about uh-huh. it for a while, and finally we try it, okay, and I get fajitas, like mixed fajitas, which is chicken and beef and shrimp, sure. right? And this place, oh my God, on Yelp, this place is like fucking 10 stars or whatever, right? People can't fucking talk enough about this place. So I'm like so oh, wow. excited, I'm going to get it, it comes, and you know what they did when they, first of all, they took the, you know, it comes in like the little styrofoam container, right? They yeah. put it on its side in the fucking plastic bag. What? Yeah, thank you very much. My thoughts exactly when my wife brought it in the door, because, of course, I made her fetch it. So she went and got it, and she came back. I'm like, what the fuck? This shit is on its side. And it like so Ridiculous. inside it was just like a big gooped fucking mess of crap. Oh, my God. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Needless to say, I will not be going back there unless I don't feel like going anywhere else, which in, then I will go back there. Tails between my legs. But this is, you know what else they did on these fajitas? They came with shrimp, dude, and they left the fucking shrimp, like, unpeeled. <laughs> what? That, did you ever experience the... that in Nicaragua? I meant to ask you if you experienced that in Nicaragua. Is that, like, a fucking thing? Or are these just the laziest cocksuckers in the fucking world? No, 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 I, I never experienced that at all. Okay, now I feel properly violated by this fucking place. Did they have the the, the disgusting shit vein in them, too? 
yeah, dude, they had this fucking shell. They didn't have their heads on them, but they still had the shell and the fucking legs on them. Oh, God. They're trying to be, like, rustic or something. Yeah, I'm like, don't. Not on my dollar, you don't. Not on my dollar. I want my... I don't care who you have to employ or if you have to pay an extra two cents a fucking pound for shrimp. Get the fucking thing shelled already. I'm not eating dirt. They're like, they're like crawfish. They have dirty legs and mud in them. Yum. So, uh, how is, you lived in Texas for a while. How's the Mexican, Mexican food up there? Because Good. I, I grew up in, I lived most of my life in, in Texas, and I come here to Arkansas. And, of course, there's still, like, every place, for some reason, every town has, like, 90% Mexican food restaurants compared to everything else. And a lot of them had, like, 10 stars, but they're just bland and fucking boring as fuck. Like, I've been I, I mean, in places that have huge reviews, and they're always packed, and it's just bland. It's like nobody in Arkansas like salt or pepper or cumin or, you know, chili powder. You know what? It's so weird that you say that because there is like a million little mom-and-pop Mexican restaurants that are super-duper good where the Mexican people go to eat and, like, I go to eat because I like decent Mexican food. But the most popular place is a place called Hacienda that has the worst fucking food of any style, dude. They can't do a hamburger right. They can't do... Why they're doing hamburgers, I don't know. It's a Mexican restaurant. But uh, the food is fucking garbage, dude. The salsa, honest to God, Rufus, is fucking tomato sauce, maybe with a little bit of fucking, I don't know, maybe some pepper in it. I mean, it's like literally tastes like fucking tomato sauce. And people go there religiously. It's huge. God, it's just so awful. There's, there's only two places for Mexican food that I like in, in Fort Smith, out of the billions we've been to. And, and, and they're both really a hole-in-the-wall, mom-in-the-wall shop. You go in and your shoulders decrepit, disgusting people. They're lovely in their own way. Um, the first one we went to was because I saw their menu and they had a dish that I've only ever had in Nicaragua. And I was like, fuck, and I am going to go have that. And I went and had it, and it was awesome. And everything we've had there was awesome. And this other place that we've been to is awesome. But then we go to all the other, not even chains, but they're just bigger. they got a bar and booths. And, you know, the parking lot's always crowded. And the shit is just bland. And not disgusting, just like, yeah, okay. It's like, yeah. The See, what's crazy court. about those places, dude, I found out is that, and I found this out from working with a bunch of Mexican guys in uh, in Texas, is that they, those Mexican restaurants that are big and have the big booths and stuff don't start out with gross Mexican food. American people turn them into making that kind of stuff I, yeah. because they simply come in and like, that's too spicy, uh, that's oh. too, you know what I mean? And I Finally, it. it just gets yeah. down to, like, subpar Cisco food that people are like, this is great. Give me another margarita. Yeah, I'm so sad that you say that because I know it's true. It's like one of those truths that you don't want to accept, but right. now that it's confirmed, you're right. It's, it's the you white people out that ruin shit for everybody else. Their intentions were so honorable, 
then they started their little restaurant. But then as it, Ugh. but see, that brings in more money. So that's the deal. People are like, yeah, you love that place? Oh, yeah, it's totally bland and disgusting. I love it. Uh, the American way. Lowering their heads in shame while they're eating some chilies. I mean, it's weird to think that we actually, do you think you have any, like, true English in you? I mean, do we all? I mean, I don't know. Are you more of a migrant or are you, like, a descendant of, like, John Smith? I don't know. I, I know that somebody, somebody, somebody somewhere came from Ireland because that's been proven. But I don't. I, mean, I don't feel. I don't identify with Ireland or Germany or. I don't know. On my mom's you side, do a pretty mean, Jews. You do a pretty mean leprechaun voice. Let's hear it. How can you honestly say with a straight face that you do not identify with Ireland? You can do that. Let's just say Ireland identifies with me. But, I mean, I don't know. It seems like I'd rather be an immigrant, I think, than a direct descendant of the English people that settled here because they kind of ruined stuff in their own weird way, didn't they? Like the early settlers? I got it. Everybody ruined everything for everybody, so I, I don't get caught up in it. Was Ben Franklin born in America, or did he he move here? Ben Franklin? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm not sure. I do like Ben Franklin, though. I've run his biography, you know and he was he was a hyper soft kind of guy. He was way sardonic, kind of a smart ass. But but did you ever notice that like he looked like a cross dresser? Do you think there's a possibility that Ben Franklin was a woman? I can only hope. I mean, his rosy cheeks tell me that he was definitely a homosexual or an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of a man protein to get rosy cheeks like that. That's why you grew that beard to hide your rosy <laughs> cheeks. That's right. That's right. No, you know what? The Ben Franklin was kind of a and, uh, Do what? Did I ever tell you about the time I went to Philadelphia? And uh, I went to the oldest bar in America, and I sat in really? Ben Franklin's seat at that bar. Wow. Yep, yep. It was the oldest still standing bar in America, anyways. But uh, it was right there by Liberty Hall. It's so crazy, this little bar. These guys must have just went and, like, did all their stuff at Independence Hall and, you know, Liberty Bill and all that shit, and then just walked over to this little bar and, like, fucking got drunk, like, every day. <laughs> You know, it is it is kind of comforting to know that back in those days when the world was being forged, there were still, like, bars where people were just like, God damn, enough of this shit. Let's go get a drink. Right. Well, see, this is the deal, dude. Back then, it was like, well, let's go have a couple cocktails and talk about uh, the future of America and be idealistic about it. Now it's like you can't right. have any fucking beers at lunch because you're try- you won't be busy enough trying to screw somebody out of fucking something. Exactly. That's that's where all the best ideas happen because they were like, oh, we're getting too caught up in this. Let's go have some drinks right. and we'll we'll finish this meeting over there. And then, boom, you know, the, the dawning of the free world. I mean, really? I'm I'm being dead serious. Think about it. That's all No, you're right. Advanced. I think that taking that aspect out of it has just kind of ruined 
how people think about other people. I think when people think that you're rude when you're drunk and high, but I'd say that you're probably more rude when you're sober, most people. And, like, care less about other people. You're condescending and dismissive, you know. Not us, but, I mean, most people, especially teetotalers. Right. I mean, goddamn, listen up. That's why they should exist. (laughs) Right. Thank you, John. Did you ever see that story of beer? Did you tell me about that show? Like how beer was invented? Yeah, it was a documentary about how beer was invented and why. Pretty interesting, really. If if people get a chance, they should check that out. Most definitely. But I did see this thing. I don't know if this guy. This guy came out on YouTube, right? And he's he's a gay for Trump. So tell me that's not like a, this got to be a publicity stunt. He's like, I just want everybody to know I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm voting for Trump. Yeah. That has to be a, a publicity stunt. But you know what's funny is I was looking today on the Internet. I don't know why. But I wanted to know the, uh, the individual stances by the different Republican uh, candidates. Right. Mainly because, well, I had a conversation with Reverend David about stuff. Or he just said stuff. But anyway, and it it turns out Trump, he's not pro. I mean, he's never said, like, I'm pro gays or gay marriage, but he's been, he's kind of, like, not worried about it. He's like, that's up to the states. I really don't give a shit what people do. So, in terms of, like, everybody else in the batch, he's the one that's just like, I don't fucking care. Whereas people like Ted Cruz are like, no, this should burn in hell. Fucking, you know, God right. said no gay marriage. You're evil. That's fucking shit that people could believe that guy and he can get as far as he can. Makes me nervous about the fucking people in America. Those are the kind of people you ask me that go off and shoot somebody in the fucking face. And I'm not saying Ted Cruz won't, but I'm saying that it might be your fucking neighbor guy who's like, oh, I've been listening to Ted Cruz all day. You all black people and gay people must die, type shit. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. I've been helping Reverend David set up his computer to do some stuff. He got a new computer. The guy's in his sixties or whatever. Yeah. I, I was going to go over there to help him today do something, but my wife went out of town and took both of our keys. So I called him and said, "Look, I can't come over." And he said, "Well, what if I come pick you up?" And I was like, "Well, that's cool." So he came pick me up. So we're, we're driving the whole way. And he wasn't talking to me about any of this shit, but he was listening to a radio station that was like an AM conservative. I don't even want to say conservative. It was a biblical religious like AM talk show. And they were talking about Ted Cruz and homosexuality. And they were like, we don't hate homosexuals. We just want to teach them that what they're doing is wrong and that they will burn in hell. If they don't right. write their ways. We love them for telling them the truth. And I was just like, oh, right. my God. That's, and then yeah. they were talking about Ted Cruz. They were comparing all the Republican candidates. And, like, everything they mentioned, which wasn't much, about, like, Hillary or even just a commentary by some Democrats or liberal, they were obviously not just wrong. They didn't just disagree with them. They were, like going against the Bible and the word of God and the truth right. that we know from the written word. 
and it was just really fucking strange and weird. I mean, it was odd. Wow. It wasn't like talking about things with like facts and data. It was just right. What scares you the most? The idea that that dude was listening to her? The idea that it was even on the fucking radio? The fact that it was on the radio. Because, you know, I think David gets it, even though we've never had a talk, that I'm not into that and I don't fucking buy into it. So he doesn't ever really preach it to me or try to convert me or anything. But it was odd. Right. That's what really fucking unnerved me the most is the fact that this is like a nationally broadcast AM radio show where they're like discussing the future of the fucking country and individual people's lives based on like fairy tales and shit. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Fairy tales. Fairy tales. I love it. You know what? Who is this Todd Starnes guy? Are you familiar with this dipshit? No, I've heard the name, but I think maybe from you, and I don't recall why. Well, no, I probably never did hear from me. You probably heard it from somewhere else, but I got Fox News on my uh, on my phone, right, like the Fox News app, because I like to see what kind of misinformation they're putting out there. And this guy is yeah. Todd Starnes. He's he's always he's got an opinion, right? He's like, I don't know if they consider it an opinion piece or whatever, but it's like he just writes, it says Todd Starnes, and then it has like – the one today was a flap. It's something about Chick-fil-A, right? Because Chick-fil-A was going to have a, a campus location and the people voted down for their anti-gay stuff. And he's like this yeah. weird right-wing Christian fucking writer, right? It's been disgraced. Because I, I looked him up. He's like been disgraced and fired and all this stuff. But it fucking Fox News, he's like a fucking superstar. And he's like the most uh. racist fucking backward-thinking idiot. He's only, like, 40, right? And he's just oh. fucking makes... He's a total fucking retard. That's all I want to say. Todd Starnes retard. <laughs> I had to get that out there. I also want you to get Tocahontas on this show. Tocahontas, right. <laughs> So uh, I don't know if I told you this or not, Rufus, but I'm I'm gonna be ordering some new tooling for the Bud Buddy. Did I tell you that already? No, I don't think so. You know, I've been noticing that uh, the Bud Buddy itself, like the shipment that I got in from China, as I'm going through more of the stuff, is like mm-hmm. a lot of it has cracked somehow, and I think it just was cheaply made. And I know it was cheaply made, but. I just feel like it's the product itself is subpar is the more I go through. So I'm, I'm going to get some more made, but they're going to be totally waterproof and smell-proof, which is a big improvement on these Bud Buddies that I got here. Oh, wow, because the Bud Buddies you sent me have held up well, and I've abused the fuck out of them. I, like, dropped them and stepped on them. I mean, not on purpose, but... Well, that's what know, I'm saying. So I want to do them under this. my chairs and rolled over them. I want to get some pictures together and some stuff, and I want to put up a website. Or I want to put the website up, and I want to liquidate what we got for a dollar a piece, right? Sure. Which is savings from what we were going to charge, I do believe. But uh, and then as kind of an introductory thing to roll out the not, we won't call it the Bud Buddy 2.0, but it'll just be new and improved. What are your thoughts on that? Sure. 
Sounds good to me. I'm serious about this. I know I always say this, but now that I'm moving the 420 Prox stuff forward, I need to fucking get on doing this kind of shit. As seen on television.com. Right. I'm telling you, we need to get that. I think that's a good idea. All right, no, dude. I'll look it up in a second. It is? Yeah. What about as seen on radio? <laughs> that's kind of funny, actually. Is that taken? I might yeah. buy that just for fun. I'm in a web domain yeah. buying sort of food. You know what? Who's to say, dude, that someday you won't be able to see stuff on the radio? Yeah, they call that TV. Zigzag. Well, I'm thinking it'll be like kind of. It is. Is it really? It's picture radio. It's like radio with pictures. Is that what it? it, Are you being for real? (laughs) Yeah. Oh man! It's a miracle of technology. What about as seen in in thin air? I've seen in the holograms from virtual reality. I've seen in real life. I've seen in what? Real life. I've seen in real life. I'm typing it in right now. Nope, taken. How about real R-E-E-L? You. It's like movies. Searching, searching, as seen in real life. dot com is available for twelve bucks. How about as How about as seen in death? As seen in death, you're depressing yeah. me. Well, I mean, who's to say that there's not something on the other side? Do you believe in the afterlife, Rufus? I I do actually. I don't know what the fuck it is. I make no claims to know what might be there. But uh, I think it's unexplorable. So it, there's a possibility that it, it exists. As seen in death, I had, the, I had the weirdest, is it really? God, people are fucking relentless. Uh, I had the weirdest thought the other day, Rufus. Like some guys that I know have, have died recently. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. it's so weird to think. I mean, I wonder if they're just like part of my life. Right, and they're dying, and it's just not even real for them. They're just part of what I'm experiencing. And then I thought, well, yeah, that's kind of the way it is because I'm going to die, and as far as I know, it's all going to be over with. Yeah, I don't know. It's the weird. The universe is so fucking complex and weird. I don't think we can just put a tack on the wall and say, nope, no life after death. Boom. Because yeah, I have to imagine. There's dimensions higher than what we see where time right. is just part of everything. So I I don't know. I mean, I prefer not to think about it or stake any claims on it because I think it's unknowable in the realm that we live in now. It's completely unknowable. So don't worry about it. Yeah, you know what? so weird. I wondered lately. I'm always like, I wonder if I'm having my midlife crisis. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and I don't know it. But, I mean, I'm thinking I'm really not doing anything that fun, so I guess not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't buy, like, a fancy sports car. I guess I, like, think that the hyper and 420 product stuff is, like, my midlife crisis cure that's going to set us up for the rest of our lives. 
So it'd be just like a midlife, oh, not a crisis. What would you call it? A midlife boomerang or midlife? I don't know. What would be the right the word there? Rejuvenation. Rocket thruster. The midlife yeah, like rocket thruster. All right, I'm about to piss my pants, Rufus, so i got to get off the horn here. Uh, Friday's show, I'm looking forward to it. You down? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm down. All right, love to hear it. Uh, you know what? Let's try to do a song analysis on Friday's show. Let's do it. Yeah, okay, do it. You pick one, I'll pick one, and we'll... You know what? I'm just going to pick one right now, okay? Did you ever listen to a lot of Jefferson Starship? No. Me neither. It just came to me for some reason, so I'm looking up Jefferson Starship, and then we're going to pick from a list of songs that comes up, all right? Awesome. Um, How about, geez, they're all kind of, reading the names of them, you're like, okay, that could be, that's pretty much the name. How about Fast Buck Freddy? Fast Buck Freddy. Yeah, I'm going to play you a little taste of it here, all right? Now I know why I've never listened to a lot of Jefferson Starship. Yeah, it sounds really overly dramatic and, like, theatrical. But let's check it out. Her voice. Jesus. Oh, yeah, we're going to analyze it for sure. I'm just telling you, now I realize why I never listened to him, because uh not really my kind of music. You know what? I think I, is... I hate... I, I just don't like Grace Slick. I used to think she was good-looking no. and stuff. I just I don't. She just seems phony. It seems like she's trying too hard for me, like it's an act for her. I got a bad feeling that after Friday's show, their stock is going to tank. Should I call Paul Ratner or whatever? One of the guys in the show was decent, I know, or one of the guys in the group, but I think he died recently, unfortunately. Well, good for him. He lucked out. He did. I hope he got out at the at the top before we fucking lambasted them. He took the so, Jefferson Starship to heaven. Folks, if you're listening to the VIP part of the show, which I know you are, Friday's uh, song analysis will be Jefferson Starship's Fast Buck Freddy. Guessing Freddy is a drug dealer or a pimp, or maybe a politician. Maybe his name is Freddy Trump. Well, they're all one and the same, right? They are. They are. I mean, it's sad to me for the Republican Party that the highest person they have to pick from is Donald Trump. That that makes me sad for the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just so baffled by this current state of affairs. I feel like I can't even make a, a valid opinion because I'm just in a whirlwind of confusion and I want to get the fuck off this planet. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a cry for help? It's not a cry for help. It's a cry for, well, yeah, uh, help. Get me the fuck out of like here. Like Uncle. 
You're just crying uncle, just like they want you to. <laughs> That's right. I feel like a politician. Uh, Both the Democrats and the Republicans are just like twisting my arm behind my back. I'm like, stop, please. Right. Fuck it. Fuck it. Who cares? Who fucking cares anymore? That's just what they beat you down into. I remember a month ago I was so upbeat, and now I'm like, man, really? This is how it's going to fucking shake out? Just how the has-beens and whoever that, you know, have money's exactly how they want it to? Because people are yep. fucking sheep. Yep. This is true. That's, so young and idealistic. So young and idealistic three weeks ago. Now I'm just fucking cynical. You're a battered shell of a man. I'm suffering from PTSD. Where's my government cheese? <laughs> well, at least my taxes will pay for your treatment. Thank you. You know what? Not not before they pay for my trip to uh, Disney World. I will I will seek <laughs> Disney right. World. Well, surely that's got to help with your attitude. Surely I could find a doctor that would prescribe a, a trip to Disney World. I'm you surprised you can't. <laughs> I call him I go to I go to uh, Disney World every day after I take about a half dozen oxycontins. <laughs> well, I think they sell those in the park. <laughs> they, I'm sure they do. I'm sure someone does. I'm sure you could look that up on Google <laughs> and uh, find out that someone was apprehended. He's probably one of those manically depressed kids wearing a Mickey Mouse costume. Just like Big Pharma wanted him to. Yes. Oh, yes, I did go there. Oh, yes, I did. Ooh. All right, Rufus, now I'm really going to piss my pants. So uh, don't forget Friday, Jefferson Starship, Fast Buck Eddie. I'm going to listen to it like five times in the next hour just to really wrap my head around her wonderful voice. Luckily, I, hopefully wow. I won't be deaf on Friday's show. You might be. I'll listen to it once bet- between now and then. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it a hypersoft howl. Thanks for joining us, folks. This is Zigzag Out. Oh. This is Rufus out. All right, we'll catch you guys Friday's show. Have a good week. Later. Show out. I don't have it up. Can you do it? Let's go.